You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG 13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Half hour. Hello, and welcome to Half Hour, an entertainment podcast through Two Worlds Entertainment. I'm Richie Grasso, Artistic Director. And I'm Jeff Malone, Executive Director. Welcome to our weekly recap on the theater and music industry news and events of the past week. And uh, we're, we're talking about a lot of stuff today on our podcast. We actually... Um, have a lot of different types of content we're going to be talking about today. So the warning for you all is if, um, try to go watch some of the things that we're talking about today before listening, because there are some spoiler things that we're going to be talking about in terms of episodes of things we've watched, some trailers and some videos and some content. So we watched a lot of different things all across the spectrum of entertainment. And today's episode kind of focuses on recapping that, maybe not necessarily news, but um, updates on our thoughts and our opinions on a lot of awesome things that the world released in this last week of June. So we're yeah. diving in and Jeff's going to kind of lead the sh- steer the ship today. So yeah, this you, is definitely going to be more about the content that we've seen and yeah. every piece of content you can actually go watch right now. The links are in the info section of this. Podcast. Yeah, go click, go watch. And like we said, go watch some of those before we discuss further, because um, we're going to give you a little bit of spoilers as we discuss yes. and give our opinions and thoughts. on. Things. And then we want to know your opinions. after. Yeah. So comment and we'll talk about where you can comment, where you can follow us and all that towards the end, like we normally do. So let's begin. Today, we're going to first start talking about Anthony Ramos. Okay, yeah. We just talked about him from In the Heights a few weeks ago on our Spotlight episode. Yes, and what's so cool about him right now is like he's kind of the theater pop bridge right now that's Mm. you know everything we love about both theater and pop and you know he has his theater side and he has his pop side so he just released his second album Mm -hmm. uh called love and lies last week and along with that he released a new music video for lose my mind Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and ooh, was that yeah i'm like i'm losing my mind watching this video a little bit okay yeah. Um, so he definitely has the body, yada, yada. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what do you think about the music? I thought the song's really catchy. I thought it yeah. was great. I mean, there are some language issues there with, I'm not sure if like mainstream radio, they'd have to get a radio edit, I guess, because he's dropping some F bombs and stuff yeah. a little bit throughout. But I think it's it's steamy it's it's raw energy he's he's really cool because he can put on this like leading man musical theater thing and then he can also put on this like really cool pop star thing the leading man and in the heights is kind of pop star-esque too so it kind of works i guess he doesn't really do anything like totally theater all the time no the theater that he is doing is pop mainstream but it wouldn't surprise me if one day you read like kind of like how corbin blue does like 
um, revivals of old shows and bops, mm-hmm. and he was kind of like pop high school musical, and then kind of goes in and does Holiday Inn and and and, and Kiss Me Kate and stuff like, or, or you know, some of those older shows. Right. Like, it would be really cool to see someone like Anthony Ramos go and do a old Broadway revival one day and kind of stars. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's not what he's looking to do right now, but you never know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he'll be on Broadway. I mean, again, I, I could totally see him doing something again on Broadway. I do. I definitely. I. I know he will be on Broadway again. He is definitely not that person that's like, hey, I'm going over to the yeah, pop world. Yeah, and forever. Leaving. Like some people leave. Right. But like, I think that this is a great way to kind of break that image of I'm just a theater guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I also can do pop. I would love to see this kind of crossover more and actually be successful for him. That it's not just like, hey, it's Anthony Ramos and he did a pop album and it gets discarded. I think he has a lot of talent and he has a great sex appeal around him that, you know, yeah. would oh, really yeah. be long lasting in the pop. He clearly, clearly has a good team, too. I mean, people telling him, listen, you got to release your solo stuff when In the Heights comes out. Because right. it makes complete sense. Perfect if time. everyone's like, wait, who's Anthony Ramos? Oh, wait, he's got a music video. Oh, wait, he's got this, that, and the other thing. Right. Got it. So, so, yeah, really cool stuff. I really am impressed with him. Um, and, yeah, steamy, steamy, steamy video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, let's, let's go over to another Broadway-ish guy, um, Mr. Ben Platt. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... We just celebrated the 10th anniversary of Lady Gaga's Born This Way. I can't believe that. I know. What an iconic moment for her in that album and that song. And um, he did one of the songs, Reimagined, uh, which was for You and I. So he did a music video for it as Mm -hmm. well. And he comes on to the scene in this like scruffy Ben Platt look, which is kind of new for him. Yeah, usually he's clean cut, right? Uh, And it was, I found it to be a little interesting. Yeah, okay. What do you mean? Are you coming to me first, or why are you telling me it's interesting? I think it's interesting because, like, I, I, (laughs) for me, that video and Ben Platt, I, I like Ben Platt, but I find that Ben Platt tries a little too hard Mm -hmm, sometimes. mm -hmm. I'm like, he, he gives, he pays like tribute or he, he owed certain, um, pop stars, you know, doing like certain dance moves and being in the room. And, you know, it also verges on, for me, a little bit karaoke sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen him in The Politician where he does his like, I'm at Marie's Crisis and I'm singing type thing. And then he's here and I'm like, you know, I think it works. And then sometimes I'm like, and his vibrato, like uh, yodel-y sound (laughs) sometimes (laughs) drives me a little crazy. But uh, yeah. It was getting there at the end for me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I he's he's another one who's trying to go from musical theater to mainstream television to pop music and then everything. I, I think he's talented. I think he's, he's really great. Talented, I did. Yeah. And if you you all watch the video and then listen to this, you know, if you've seen the music video released this week for you and I, it's I've I felt exhausted for him by the end of the video. Mm-hmm. I don't see the thing with music videos to me is. They can do so many things. They can just be a singer singing. They can have 37 costume changes, or they can be like full masterpieces like Taylor Swift's, which tell like full length plot. And they can do anything like that. And and there's no rule, right? Music videos kind of do what the song is. To me, and I didn't feel like the video matched the song. I think the song is like you and I, and like this beautiful moment of like you and I, not me 
screaming with running makeup, crying around a room with a bunch of instrumentalists in the room with me. And even the instrumentalists at times were like, ha yeah, I'm going to like play along with you. And right, that's why it was just odd for the song. Like... It was like Freddie Mercury. He wanted to be like the next Freddie yes. Mercury. And the song was not the next Freddie Mercury song. It's you and I. Do you listen to those words? And like it's, it's not. a cover. So it's yeah, like. Yeah, why I think reinvent it? I think it? the director choices had a few moments where like he looked at the camera when he says you and I. But he yeah. looked like burnt out. Yeah, and I think that was the point, right? He was in this, like, robe, and he would look, like, exhausted, and, like, he looked, like, tired, hungover, stressed. I yeah. don't really know. I just don't know if we really know who Ben Platt is yet. Mm. Well, we've, we've watched Ben Platt come from Pitch Perfect, over into Politician, or Dear Evan Hansen, Dear Evan Hansen first, into Politician. We're gonna see him reprise the, the role in the film, yeah. and, and then he's doing this, and I just, I'm trying to find, like, who is Ben Platt? Who, yeah. What does Ben Platt want to be? Who does Ben Platt I think want ben to be? Platt is and it's like, I don't... Is Ben Platt a persona? Because I find that sometimes his persona is like... Like, Lady Gaga has a persona. Yeah. And you know, when Lady Gaga turns Lady Gaga on, that's who she is. But Ben Platt tries to turn Ben Platt on, and I don't really know what that is yet. Well, it's also like, you know, Ben Platt, you're entering that middle-aged territory soon, where you, mm -hmm. you, you've been playing high school kids for a while... Now you're trying to show I can have a beard and I can sing music videos. and Okay, cool. But, like, you won your Tony Award. Maybe you'll get an Oscar nomination for the film. I'm not Maybe. sure because you won a Tony Award for the same role. Or the wig might. Or well, we're <laughs> okay. not really sure if it's a wig <laughs> or hair. It's not such an interesting Like, the whole – the I'm world, kidding. like, does, talks about that. I know. Interesting, right? Um, but I think he um, – It'll be interesting, like, what, yeah, do you, does he need to do a talk show round and talk a little bit about himself? Like, we don't really know, you know, what does he need to do next to kind of uh, tell us who he is? Does he start doing, does he pull the Zac Efron route and pull out of musical theater a little bit and go to straight acting a little bit? Maybe? Because I think, like, something like, you know, I think there's a season three of Politician coming, so I yes. think he'll be doing, and that's a very, you know, that's an awesome role. I actually really like his role in Politician. He's got this, like, cool, like, oh my God, I'm going to be the president one day kind of a vibe. And I, I think he's, that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen him do as politician. The and role even he does with that, him. though, he ties in his theater roots into that yeah, show still. So with the it's, singing and, it's yeah. always about the theater and acting. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm just curious, you know, maybe he would want to come on and talk to yeah, us. Yeah, come on, like, Ben Platt. About Let's what talk. he, or who he is yeah, as an artist. Yeah, you know, that would be yeah. super cool. But, you so, know. It's a cool video, though. I mean, the song, he sounds great. I will he say does. that. He does sound really great on it. There notes in there, definitely. Yeah, he's got it. He's got the notes. Yeah, so. Yay. Um, Where are we going next? Should we go over to one more male energy? Sure, song? let's keep it the male energy. And let's, uh, yeah, okay. Ed Sheeran also oh. just released mm. a new music video mm. for his new single, Bad Habits. And I don't know what was happening. Yeah, I in think this the, music. to me, it's like, okay, we're going to talk about Ben Platt, but like, girl. <laughs> this one, like, where, who are you? Where are you? What are you? I thought, okay, so I don't really know a lot about Ed Sheeran. I always hear a song and like it, and I'm like, who is this? And you're like, Ed Sheeran. I'm like, oh, is it? It is? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, he's got really great music. So let me start with positives. He's got really cool music. I think he has some great hits. He definitely he, does. He knows how to write a song. Yeah. That's and I always sure. thought he was like that guy on the stool with the guitar, yeah. like that guy that everyone's going to hold their flashlights up and kind of wave and sing along with. And then this comes out and I'm like whoa let's push the brakes a little bit like who I, I guess you're are you are you doing this just for fun are you trying to reinvent yourself is this your next move I'm like I'm watching it and I'm like no I don't really get it it was like, definitely a unique music video yeah. for him I think the, music, the name of the song again Bad Habits okay got it so what does that mean yeah then, you right know, I think 
for him, like, I, I have not seen a music video like this, like, production value by him. It, it's still a little odd for me, because I was like, am I in a computer game? Uh, it, is this mm. an alternate universe that he goes into when he's, like, writing music, or if he has bad habits of his own? It was interesting. And then, you know what? It ends with him, though, on the stool, playing the guitar. So, I'm like... I don't know. I, I, I heard buzz around this, so I wanted to check it out and see what's going on. Mm. I love when people do new things. People were saying, you know, and Taylor, you know, Taylor well, you posted know about it. But, so Taylor, I was but like, Taylor used to be the girl on the stool with the guitar, too, and then became this, like, look what you made me do. And so I get it. Like, she was able to do it. Why can't he? To me, it's just not comparable because her videos when she did... Um, those the last few like wild pop videos were just so much better quality and better story and better imagery than like this. Let me be a vampire and let me just walk around thousands of people trampling each other for three minutes. I don't. Well, I don't, I don't really know if it, it was them trampling or were they like vampires or were they getting turned into vampires? I don't know. <laughs> he he kind of just. I just wasn't getting a vibe from him that I was. And listen, here's another thing. I thought halfway through. You know what I did halfway through? I actually closed my eyes for like 10 seconds and I just listened to the song. I'm like, oh, I could be driving listening to this song. Like, I like the song. For like, sure. That's, I think we were driving yesterday this, and we didn't even realize. Yeah, but this is my <laughs> thing. Like, why, yeah, why do I like a song sometimes and then the music video throws me off? I don't know why that's a thing. This is what I'm trying to say. There's no formula well, for music video in the, in the music video world. It's not like a theater piece. It's not a film. It's not a TV show. It's a music video. You have to tell a whole what in three, four minutes? A story? Uh, imagery, yeah, you know, that, it's hard. That's, that takes a director. And of, course, a concept. of course. Of course. You look at Taylor Swift's music videos for all of 1989. You had a concept music yeah. video that told a story from Blank Space to Shake It Off sure. to um, what's one of the other ones? Style, mm. even, and Out of the Woods. I yeah. mean, come yeah. on. Like, yeah. These, yeah. these all had concepts and story. And when you watch it, you were like, this is so artistic. Mm. I'm not saying this isn't artistic either, but I was, I was left confused. Like Taylor Swift's Wildest Dreams. Yes. My favorite that was the video. One I forgot. Yeah. I, was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, I know what he was going to say. My favorite Taylor video. But yeah, so listen, reinvent yourself, do it, get the imagery out there, have fun. You ha- clearly have budget for it, you clearly have time for it, and you clearly can do it. So if you can do it, why not? I'm just saying, like, there are some amazing music uh, directors of music videos out there and i just want to know like why some music videos are like awesome and why some are very confusing but it's all about the vision and that's life and that's art and i get it but for him i was like oh i guess we're changing ourselves a little bit and that's fine i was just like i was never a huge ed sheeran like get on the bandwagon anyway but and that's and that's a question we have for all of you too like how important is a music video yeah, do you rely on that? See, to me, I think an album sh- first should speak for itself and the music, and then music videos come later, and that's it cool. enhances yeah, it. Yeah, and it does. It should. It shouldn't make it worse. No, and, you, and not everyone does a music video for every single song, and that's okay, too. No, they don't. You know, so. so There was times in the world when no one had music videos. And then video killed the radio star. <laughs> but anyway. But it never <laughs> killed Barbara Streisand. She never needed all those videos. She sang for the audience. All right, I won't okay. talk about Barbara today. Okay. I always have to bring up Barbara every week, though, you know? It's Reach just... out to her and tell her to make a music oh, video. Oh, <laughs> yeah. One day I'm going to do a whole... Does anybody want to hear a whole episode on Barbara? Uh, Please comment on this if you want me to do a whole podcast episode only on Barbara. Jeff might not be here for that. 
That would be a day for a replacement, a special guest. I'll bring a guest. I'll, I'll bring a, a, a Babs. Replacer a Babs. For someone to talk fan. about Barbra Streisand. <laughs> I definitely can. But anyway. All right. Where are we going next? Uh, on June 25th, we had the annual Broadway Bears oh, yeah. charity uh-huh. event. And um, so far, it was a twerk at home mm. theme. Second year of being home, I believe. Last year was at home viewing. But team. last year, I think they... Virtual. They, and they took old clips of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was actually, like, this filmed, was actually filmed for the style of virtual, yeah, yeah. Um, it's on YouTube, so anyone can go and watch it right It raises now. amazing uh, tons of money for yeah. Broadway Cares Equity Fights Age. It's a great, great fundraiser for them every year. One of their biggest... This year, I think it definitely needs a little help. So far, it's only raised $5,000 oh, on okay, YouTube. Okay. Maybe you have... We have some big donors... Um, but this was interesting. Yeah, here's my thing with, I mean, here's my thing with Broadway Bears. It, it's usually in person every year. It's usually a really cool event. I've never been, but I've mm-hmm. heard people tell me, like, it's cool to see it in person. This The production element's great. It's like you're at a concert, and these, like, amazing Broadway dancers that you see doing choreo eight times a week on Broadway can, like, do different pop, fun choreo. They're half naked half the time. That's the point, right? Like, yeah. they it's like striptease style, but it's right. pop. So I think it works like that. And then last year, seeing the clip school, to film it in a virtual style with everyone sitting on home watching it, listen, it works. It's not like it doesn't work. I just think that I was sitting there watching a lot of the clips and being like, okay, um, is this going to return to the normal way next year? I'm sure it will. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think people crave that live, in-your-face Energy, the lights, the music pumping, the sweat dripping, the dancing. That's going to get people in the room. And so, yes, I, I oh, my God, I always wish this to be the most successful thing because it's such an amazing Definitely. thing. Definitely. And some um, things that I didn't know about this, this – the Broadway Bears first started in 1992. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, long time ago. So. By Jerry Mitchell. Yeah. Jerry Mitchell runs it all. Follies. And it was done at Splash mm. Bar. Mm-hmm. They used to do it at little clubs around the city, yeah. um, which is – Cool. I didn't know that. I was yeah. watching mm-hmm. this. I was actually really curious to see when did this begin? Why did it begin? I know what um, Broadway Cares is, so obviously yeah. the play on it, Broadway Bears. Yeah. But um, I just found some of these things to be a little interesting in terms of like the concept in video form. And I loved some of the the music selections that they chose. They even had, you know, the Cynthia Revio. Uh, Cynthia Revo, Shoshana Bean cover. I did something bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was definitely catering to the like. Every video seemed to start with like the hey, what do you like? Someone's texting someone. What are you doing right now? Hey, come out. Oh, I don't want to come out. Oh, it's like what people have been dealing with the last fifteen months of like sitting in their bed texting friends like I'm bored or what do I do? And during and then quarantine. they would go into like dream sequences and it seemed yeah. like it was almost like a little but all intro this... to like naughty erotic films. But yeah, I... <laughs> but I but I guess the thing to me is usually in Broadway Bears every number is drastically different. Yeah. There's a baseball number. There's like a school number. There's like a, a alien intergalactic number. And these, to me, all seemed really like in the apartment, escaping to dream fantasy. And that's what I guess the point is, right? We've all been in our apartments and our homes, escaping yeah. to dream world and movies and stuff and texting friends, whatever. So listen, it's cool. I think people should go check it out. The ending was cool that they did that on the yeah. steps of Times Square and everyone got together and got to just – one. Of, I mean, no, I, I saw tons got, of – Which was – yeah, I was going to say there's tons of like body imagery. There's all different shapes and sizes of performers and genders and orientations. And it was just a wonderful array of like we can be up here in the middle of the public Times Square in the middle of broad daylight dancing our booties off. So it was cool. nice to see that. And I think they had recently got called out for that, too, because usually the Broadway Bears is very, you know, very muscular, very fit performers. Yeah. And I, I think I read a while back that 
people were calling it out yeah, and saying yeah, that yeah. this is not an inclusive event yeah, yeah, yeah. for people of all different body shapes and sizes. Yeah, so it was very cool to it see. It was that. nice to see that. Yeah. It was like, a, it's another thing, like you have to get called out to do it. Mm. But, but and, there's, and so if you all, there, so just so you all know, this is not like, I think it's one YouTube video. You could see the whole thing, but they're also individually different YouTube yeah. clips. You could check out a few of them or all of them at once, but that just came out. And like I said, would love to go next year and see it in person. I know they have all different tier level tickets and things. I think they do two or three shows in one night or something like that. Usually they do it in a big venue. So yes. we'll see. But so. Cool. Okay. We're going to go over to one of Richie's new favorite pop stars. Or we're talking about mine. Um, <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo. Yes. Um, she just on Tuesday came out with her Made for YouTube concert special, Sour Prom, which mm -hmm. is a concert style version of her songs from Sour, yep. the new album that she released. And it takes you through a journey through Miss Olivia attending her prom and what she's going which through. Which she didn't get to? Is that why she did this? I think she the did rumor was she prom. did not go to her prom. No, yeah, okay. she said, because I didn't go to prom, yeah. I'm bringing you to yeah. my version yeah. of a Sour Prom. Yeah. And, you know, she did these songs, uh, Traitor, Brutal, Jealousy, Jealousy, Enough For You, Driver's License, and Good For You, six tracks from that yeah. album. And I thought, this was a really cool, creative thing to do yeah. during this time. Yeah. I don't know if she's going to tour this album. I hope she tours this album. But you know what? She wanted to put something out there. She did it live. Yeah. It was I don't think it was live on YouTube. It definitely was recorded. But you could hear her. And she sounds great. She's very talented. She's really killing it. I really enjoyed it. it the, and there was someone who directed it. Yeah. There was a flow to it. There was highs and lows. She, I, we were a few times watching and thinking, like, is she singing this live? Yes. I think she might have been because she's got a great voice. She's got a good presence. Her energy is there. I will say, if I had to give one critique, a lot of her songs are this like angsty, like, I'm mad, I'm mad, and the next song, I'm mad, and the next song, I'm still mad, yeah. and I'm like, okay, where's the where's the light at the end of the tunnel? So at the end of the, there was kind of a little, like, good for you, yeah. I'm done now, I got it out of my system, goodbye, I'm walking away from it, and I think there was some pride there, and I liked that. I think what's interesting, too, to take a slight steer off course for a second, she is in this Disney's High School Musical, the musical mm -hmm. the series, which we watch, Um I love the original stuff that she writes and performs on that show. Some of the um, stuff she does on that show is really um, cheesy acting, stiffer right. acting. So sometimes I watch it and I'm like, mm, this is really like squeaky clean Disney. So for her to do this is really artistic and really different. I think that's great. I think it's great that she's doing the Disney stuff and she still should. I think going on her own and doing this is cool too. The album is great. It's always on the radio always. every three seconds and we love it. Now you love Good For You. I love it. I do. I love it because I think her energy is great. I think everything about it. I'm just hoping her next album is like, I'm happy because I want to hear her sing some happy stuff. Well, this I, is the thing. It's a it's a complete breakup yeah. album. And the whole album is a concept around a breakup. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, not yeah. like she's just throwing things on there. And she wrote the music. Right. That's one thing that we watched is like, oh, but she feels this music. She's angsty. She's this. Because she, <coughs> because she wrote it. Yeah. You know? And this is like something that's interesting, too. She is on Disney's High School Musical, the musical. So that's like her theater acting part. Mm. And she's separating herself and being a pop star. So as we talked about Anthony Ramos earlier, he's going from theater to pop. He hasn't really broken into the pop mm. scene like she has, but 
all you need is a hit, you know? For- and that's why I look at our business, Two Worlds, talking yeah. about the two worlds of music and theater coming together. And, and we're starting to see that again. I feel like that the industry used to, a long, long time ago, be a Broadway hit was on the radio. And nowadays right. we see, oh, okay, some of this stuff, you know. And so I think, yeah, I, I mean, listen, I think she's really talented. I really enjoy her. I want to see a tour with her. I want to see her do Broadway. I want to see her do a movie musical. I want to see her continue with the Disney stuff. She's really great. And I thought that Sour Prom was really, really artistic. I really enjoyed that. It definitely was. The production was there. I loved the ending, going to the football field. She took you on a complete journey from home to football field. To the photo room at one point. Yeah, very cool. super, super cool and creative. Um, Let's go into a quickie right now. Okay, okay. Um, There is a new show coming out that we're definitely going to want to talk about on this podcast in the future, but it's called what? (gasps) Schmigadoo. I heard about this a few months ago, and I'm like, mm, okay. But then I saw this star-studded cast. Oh, just so you all know, this is a trailer only yes. that just released Schmigadoon. It's going to Apple TV. So another streaming platform oh we have to get. <laughs> um, Not so this only is that, com- we pay for cable, and now we yeah, and now like six streaming platforms. But this is what we do stuff. for our f- podcast people. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, yeah, just the trailer. I think it comes out in mid July. It's a six or eight episode TV show, something like that, about a couple who. Um, well, it's it's loosely based off the old Golden Age musical Brigadoon, which is about yes. people who get trapped in a fantasy town and can only escape through true love. And so this is about a couple hiking. You'll, if you've seen it, you already know what I'm talking about. A couple, um, they're hiking and they get trapped in a town that is always in a musical. It's a musical theater it's town. It's and they can't get out until they <laughs> fix their relationship. And the cast, I, I sent this clip to like 10 friends and every single one of them, the first response was like, this is amazing, but the Cast. Yeah. I'm like, I know, like you have everyone from like Alan Cumming, Christian Channel with like, like brilliant performers. I just, I just can't wait because my dream in life has been to be trapped in a musical, like for, <laughs> especially like a 1940s musical like that. So I'm like, oh my God. And the costumes look great. And just the cheese factor of it. And like the, I don't know. I'm just getting joke after joke after joke, and I'm, like, living for it. And I just hope that it lives up to this trailer, which was great. And a lot of original music coming. It it's not. Great. It's not like the musical song, because they parody, like, Oklahoma, all the old musicals. And so guess what? Those old musicals are always still performed in high schools and community mm-hmm. theaters. And so it's like... Bring some of that comedy in with the people who star on Broadway today. I think it's great. Um, yeah, everyone go check that out. I really, really enjoyed that trailer. I think I've watched it like 10 times. And just so everyone knows, I'm trapped in a musical every single well, day. Well, yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, my home is a 1940s musical. No, I was. My car, going into the yeah. car. It's always. <laughs> so, yeah, go check out that trailer. We'll talk about that in a few weeks when that premieres on Apple TV. And now for the ending. We're going to be talking about. RuPaul's Drag Race, All Stars 6. Yes, the, the new, new episode, episode this week. Episode 3. Came out. Just episode came out. 3. It was which, a good episode. Which I finished watching that and I was like, this is actually potentially going to be a really great season mm-hmm. because that episode was great. Yeah, there was a little bit of drama. There was a little bit, a lot of comedy. We were laughing a lot. Yeah. Um, the looks were amazing. The theme of the runway looks. The contestants this season really studied the game, mm-hmm. for sure, yep. even though Rue likes to throw her twist in there yep. all the time. Yep. But I I just was really impressed by everyone. I didn't know what team to pick as being bad, um, and 
I was just really impressed. Uh, I, I, I think it's interesting how the show has evolved and we're, and it's constantly evolving and you have staple things, but then they're always, you know, it all, every episode, if you all are watching this all-star six, every episode ends with, this is a game within a game and, yeah. and we don't really know what that is yet. So that's kind of exciting, but also, and I'm just going to make this general note. I don't understand why there's always a sewing challenge and there's an all-stars I understand if you're new on the show and you're a new drag queen. If you're coming back for All Stars, maybe even the first or second or third time, we got to get working on some mm-hmm. sewing. I always say, why are we not? If I was a queen, I feel like I would invest in sewing lessons. I don't know, like why they all get so shocked at this. You always know that's coming, but it was a good episode. Um, this sure. this week was the comedy and the the commercials well, was hilarious. Week's, this week's maxi challenge was uh, commercials for side hustle business, mm. and there were three teams. Uh, called The Fixers, which they had to fix. They had to be yep. drag queens that fix people. Uh, that had Pandora, Raja, Trinity, and Yara yep, on it, yep. which was also the winning team. Yeah. Uh, they had The Exorcist, which had Scarlet, Sonique, and Eureka on that. And then they had Rent-A-Queen, Akira, Ginger, Jan, and Silky. And the theme for the runway was the redemption. Yeah, which was cool. Which was you get to take a look that you maybe went home for or you were not impressed with and elevate yep, it. Yep, yep, Um. So it was really cool. My tops in that were definitely Scarlet, Raja, Jan, and Akira for their looks. I thought they were the most elevated out of all of the queens. I am, I'll, I'll keep, you know, standing this queen because I am so impressed with Scarlet. Yeah, she's really great. She's, I mean, what did I, I said, this looks just like Sophia Loren when she walked out. And then that's what Michelle Visage says. She looks just yes. like Sophia Loren, like Hollywood, gorgeous glamour. Yes, I, she's so she's so impressive. What, what's interesting with Scarlett on her season is I don't think I liked her. I don't remember her much. She wasn't on for very yeah. long. Um, actually, both Raja and Scarlett are really impressing me this season. And I think everyone's being really hard on Jan. I think Jan is amazing this season. She's really picked it up, and everyone's kind of and they're giving her hard critiques. But I really like Jan. I think she's great. Yeah, but I find with Jan, she hasn't really. She's. We're, we're talking about people finding themselves. Yeah, yeah. I'm still confused with Jan. I don't know if Jan really knows who Jan is. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's why, it's getting there. I, but I think that's why, like, going on All-Stars right away, like, you left your season and then you came on All-Stars. Right, there was no chance to work, you know. Where on did you learn and grow from this? Like, it's like talking about season 13. I don't want to see any of those queens on All-Stars. Well, at least for a couple of years, maybe, you know. Yeah. But they, but they always want to keep some... They need to go yeah. and they need to evolve. Yeah. I want to see people like Laganja yeah, yeah, on like, All-Stars yeah, yeah. because She's guess great. what? That She's... lip-sync assassin oh, yeah. was... Crazy good. Crazy, Crazy good. good. And she has ev- elevated herself into a great queen. Yeah, yeah. And she's trans. Yeah. She just came out about that, too. So yeah. that was great. And I, I have to make one little call out Okay, okay. For Miss Ginger. <laughs> I don't know. I know. <laughs> I, like, I like her comedy, but the looks are not serving this season. No, really, and I no. just think like... Most of them, anyway. The group challenges you're usually judges the group. Guess what? You have to make sure your ducks are all in a line with all of them. Yeah. And you can't be going yeah. into that untucked yeah. saying, well, if I was judged on my own, I would have been fine. Because guess what? That look, yeah. you would have still been in the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And I rest my case. <laughs> so anyway, but... Oh, ding, ding, ding. Oh, my gosh. Wow. It's place this time. We could keep talking about a million things here. Oh it's my. been a really – it kind of flew by this half hour. So there we go. So thank yes. you. Thank you all very much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of our podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple Music. 
Leave us a review if you love what you heard today. And we also want you joining in on our conversation and engaging yes. with us. So please head over to our Instagram at Two Worlds Ent. That's at T W O W O R L D S E N T. And comment on the latest post about this podcast episode because we'd really love to hear from you. Totally. So we hope you had a great week and check out all this content. Comment, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you're listening in the United States of America here, we have a holiday coming up here in America, Fourth of July. So we hope you all have a really nice, restful Fourth of July week. Weekend, and we'll be back after 4th of July with more awesome podcast episodes. Totally. So, enjoy the sun. Yes. Enjoy the sun in, the, in, in America here. It's summer. So we hope you're enjoying the heat and the nice summer season. So signing off for now. Until next time, I'm Richie. I'm Jeff. Ta-ta. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 